Welcome to the Honey's Making Money podcast. I am your host, Honey Brooks, and I am so damn excited to be taking you inside the spicy world of OnlyFans. I've spent the last two years in my business researching absolutely everything and putting it all to the test. Since then, I've skyrocketed my business to the top 0.2% worldwide, and I've made my first million dollars. So it's fair to say I've been there and I've done that. Now I'm streamlining everything I've learned so you can do the same. So go grab a wine and get ready to feel empowered to level up your business. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. So strap in and get ready to start making some money, honey. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Honey's Making Money. And I'm really, really excited to have a special guest on, which is the beautiful Eden. Welcome, babe. Hello. I'm so excited to have you on. I feel like we haven't caught up in so long. I know. It's been like at least a year. Yeah. I was thinking before, I was like, when was the actual last time we've sat down and had a good chat? So this will be fun. We're going to have lots of fun. (laughs) Now, I've known you throughout my whole OnlyFans business. You were actually one of the first people that I ever... You were my first girl, girl. That's ever. Yeah, you were. Yeah, so you were the first person I ever collabed with, which is kind of cute, kind (laughs) of cool. Um, So I know a little bit about you and I've watched your journey, but just for the listeners that don't know you, yeah, I'd love for you to share a little bit of insight into, you know, where you were before OnlyFans, why you joined OnlyFans and a little bit about your journey. Okay, so I've been doing OnlyFans for probably, I don't know. Probably almost three years now, I would okay. say. Yeah. Um, was that pre-COVID? Uh, it would have been right in the middle. Yeah, okay. So COVID was sort of the reason that I joined, as per a lot of uh-huh. people. Um, I am actually a registered nurse and was doing that in the hospital at the time when COVID kicked oh, off, tough. Um, which was horrific. Mm. Um, it took like an already stressful job and made it even more stressful and unbearable. And I already was dabbling in doing like topless waitressing and stuff uh-huh. whilst working at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And through that, I met some girls in that industry who had done OnlyFans and we're doing really well. Um, and I was like, hmm, I see. And I wasn't too, I wasn't brave enough to do it while I was in the hospital. So I changed jobs and was still keen to do OnlyFans. So I thought I would dive in and give it a go. At the time I had a partner, he was a male stripper mm-hmm. and sort of in industry as well. Um, and we just started out by kind of thinking we would sell nude photos. We didn't really know like where the money was really at because you just don't know what you don't know so we started doing that together and then eventually ended up kind of just taking more steps into doing you know full triple x stuff wow yeah so how long did it take for that journey to evolve from just being like oh it's gonna be a few topless pics to (laughs) full-blown like x-rated adult content I want to say maybe like six months because it was slow for us. Oh, you know what? Maybe it was faster than that because he and I obviously could do it together. Mm. Like had I not had a male partner at home, it may have taken me a little bit longer um, to kind of graduate to that. But since we were available, you know, it just kind of made sense. And I think we learned pretty quickly that like, Unless you're famous, you're probably not going to be making the big money just from selling like topless photos. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, there's so much variety online now, isn't there? And yeah. there's so much to choose from. So the more content you have available that you're comfortable with that you can put out, it just appeals to more subscribers, doesn't yeah. it? So what kind of content do you create on your page now and which is your favorite type to create? <laughs> so favorite content. In general, I do pretty much everything under yeah. the sun. Love that. Um, everything triple X, there's a boy, girl, there's threesomes, every variety orgies you name it I've probably yeah, done the it. fun girl stuff. on girl you know yeah best to create 
I don't know. It, uh, for me, it really just depends on the chemistry with the creator mm. that I'm creating with. Yeah. So I can pretty much enjoy anything if like my co-star is awesome, but maybe something I do have a little enjoyment in is, is I love doing strap-on scenes where like oh, really? I get to strap the girl. Yeah. Oh, fun. hot. I fun. love that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you would just be really great in those scenes as well. Yeah. I, I want to see that. <laughs> I mean, you can experience. <laughs> We're actually planning our collab, so you know, maybe Tuesdays. Not far oh, away. is this an invite? Are we, are we going on like another date? Oh, stop it! You're making me blush. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's really cool. That was actually something that really crept up on me because I had you ever tried strap on before? Never. Yeah, neither had I, and it was just I think it's something in the industry that you just. You're open to trying new things because it's your work, like you're mm-hmm. evolving, you're, yeah. you're doing different things. And it surprised me when I first did the scene. I was like, I've never done this before. I was like, oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I too. It made me understand men a little bit more because yeah. I was like, having a penis is fun. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> you know? So much fun. I was like, I totally get it. Like yeah. I did it to one of my friends and I was like, man. I get it. That's why they go hard. Like they just really get into it. And I was yeah. like, you know, you start doing it and she's loving it. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to fuck the shit out of this yeah. shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I also feel like the view you get, it's, great. it's just, it's amazing. It's like, this is the best time of my life. <laughs> Women are so hot. Like, yes. that's just so good. <laughs> yeah. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. Oh, I love that so much. So you have just come back from the US mm-hmm. and you have done heaps of collabing. I really enjoyed watching your whole journey. And I really want to know from you, has there been a story or something that's happened that's just been really funny or something you want to share to lighten the mood. <laughs> oh, yes. This story involves Kayla East. She was there with me. Shout out to Kayla. Uh, hey, Kayla. <laughs> so we got the opportunity to go to this sort of content house. It was this huge mansion in Bel Air and we pretty much got full run of the place to do whatever. Oh, stop. Yeah, it was so good. And on one particular day we were there and um, one of the male porn stars that we both shot with, his name is Anton. He seen that we were there. I'd done a pool scene with him at that house. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'll shoot with Kayla too. So he came over. But at this stage, there was like a party going on at the house pretty much. The house is glass. Like the pool's right there. And <laughs> Kayla's getting absolutely railed. Railed. <laughs> Just, and everyone's like watching. Everyone's the free show. <laughs> and there was like a guy who was... Just minding his own business wasn't an industry. He was just there to fix the aircon. Oh no! And it was right by the pool. He had to walk past them like so many times. And I was like, "You doing great, sweetie?" Like, oh my god, was it? Was, was he acting like nothing was going on, or it was like, "This is awesome"? He was trying to act like nothing was going on. I think. I think he might have even accidentally like walked out there on them once, and it was just. I was just, I was just laughing so hard because oh, I was bless. like, this is out of control. Oh <laughs> my God. That is, I wish I was a fly on the wall there. That is hilarious. It's so funny because you just, you get so used to sex, don't you, mm. being in the industry and you just get so used. Like we go to collab days all the time and we're all walking around naked and then we finish our scenes and we all stay in the kitchen talking for hours nude. Like it's well, just same for me. Like, and I wasn't really even used to that level of it being yeah. okay. Like not even that, that was fun. But when I first went over to the house, like I, just, I walked in and I was just going to collab with Anton as well. And there's like a lady cooking in the kitchen who obviously lives there. There's like an office there. People, there's a couple people there. Yeah. Anyway, we, we go, we do the scene, like there's people around, but no one really around. We finish and you know, I'm a bit of a mess. And I just walk in the house and this guy's like, oh, hey, like, it's so nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sorry about, like, my appearance. He's like, don't worry about it. Like, happens all the time. You know, there's people shoot here all the time. So good. Bathroom's over there. And I was like, oh, I love that vibe. I was like, this is so weird. (laughs) Oh, how good. They're just, they're so used to it. Yeah, Yeah. so used to it. Yeah, they were so chill about it. I was like, okay. (laughs) So cool. Do Do you find that that's 
bigger in the US that people are more chill about it? Like, mm. what's the vibe over there, drinking versus Australia? I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's a. I could really, truly answer that because the people that we were around shoot porn. Yeah, you know, so it's yeah. like. Of course, they're going to be chill about it. Yeah. If you went up and asked people on the street, maybe in like Alabama, probably not. Yeah. You know, yeah. like in general, I think in LA, yeah, uh-huh. definitely, because like that's just kind of like the porn capital and yeah. everything naughty is there. Yeah. Um, but I think if you went to a more traditional area of the US, I don't think they'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> the, gla- the whole glass house and the pool scene? Probably not. <laughs> Oh, well, I wish I was there. I'm <laughs> bummed that I missed out. <laughs> okay, cool. So for you, what is your best practice for collabing? Because I know when I first – I can't even remember if I reached out to you. I think I reached I think out you to did. you because yeah. we did a girl-girl scene mm-hmm. and then we did a foursome scene mm-hmm. with Hank and your partner mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. So we did quite a few shoots. But I just remember leaving because we were – a little bit nervous because like wow this is the first time we've ever collabed like rah rah and you guys were fucking awesome like you were just you were you were really (laughs) both of you were really professional and you were just really kind and we got there we did the business and it was great and it went really smoothly so in your opinion what's the best practice for collabing and reaching out for Mm. collaborations and just having a smooth process Mm. I would just say like to take your ego out of it first of all you Mm. know like lots of people will get pretty butthurt if they don't get a response or anything you know you just you can't take anything personally if people don't don't want to work with you first of all secondly it's just working personally I just message people and say you know hey I'm in town these dates I think we'd be really we'd make some really good content together like let me know um from then like I just keep it as professional as possible you know no cheeky messaging yeah um to make anyone potentially uncomfortable because you've never met these people Mm -hmm. for the most part on the day you know you just make sure you got your id your paperwork you've got your std checks fresh and ready to go and then you just get down to business yeah i love that (laughs) because i think it's so important because you do get quite a bad name quite quickly coming into the Mm. industry if you're not collaborating in the right way and you're not treating it like a business. So I think awareness around that and knowing that, yeah, it's okay to reach out Mm. and that you will get no's because this is business. It's not personal to you. It's not whether you're attractive or not. It's got nothing to do with you personally, but it is business and treating it like a business and understanding that you're there and you've got to be professional and turn up and like you said, have all your checks and your paperwork done. Yeah, legit. And I mean, it's never really, I've never really understood either. The sex industry is the only one where people would be like demanding of you to sleep with them. You know, in, yeah. in real life, uh-huh. if someone asked you and you said no, they'd be like, okay, that's fine. But here they're like, what do you mean? What yeah. do you mean you want to sleep with me? And yeah. I'm like, well, I just don't want to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Business says no and I say no. <laughs> yeah. Like ultimately you are having sex with these people. Yeah. I, I, do you feel like there's a bit of a sense of creators coming in and just thinking that because they've labeled themselves as a creator, it means that they're obligated to get collaborations sometimes like that would be the minority for sure like generally people are so good but yeah. particularly small unknown male creators uh-huh. <laughs> can be like yeah expectant of a collab and you're like well business wise it wouldn't make sense for me to work with you of course. because you're going to you know, get to sleep with me, which you want to do yeah, and benefit off my platforms. Mm. Um, and you don't have the same. Yeah. Like what's the return for me? Yeah. Like, I don't just want to fuck you. (laughs) And that's the thing is mm. they're like, you don't just want to fuck me. And I'm like, no. No, like there's a business transaction here. (laughs) I gain followers for you, you gain followers Mm -hmm. for me or cross promotion. Um, It's a business transaction. Yeah, exactly Mm. right. Exactly right. It's really great to touch on this subject because I do feel like that there are some new creators that come into the industry and just think that they have to go out and they've got to do all this collaboration and that they just can go out and collaborate with everyone. But it's so important to collab with people that you vibe with, you feel Mm. comfortable with, you feel safe with. Yeah. So how do you personally vet 
I suppose, people that yeah. reach out to you or that you want to reach out to? Like, are you looking at their OnlyFans? Are you looking mm-hmm. at their following? Are you getting um, word from other creators that have collabed with them? Like, how mm-hmm. do you decide? <laughs> Depends. Like, attraction to them, probably first and foremost uh-huh. for me because – I, if I'm not into it, like I'm not even going to be able to fake it on camera, you know, and I'm not going to put myself through that. Yeah. So first of all, it'd be attractiveness in my own eyes. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I just go by word of mouth from other people in the industry Mm -hmm. that I trust. Um, If someone relatively new comes in, especially a man and asks, and I'm like, oh, maybe, and I get other creators who say, I've never heard of him. I probably won't until... I know a few people who have gone there because it's just not worth um, being the potential one that pays the price, you know? Yeah, of course. If you don't know him. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And I mean, following as well, especially when we went to the US, like making use of everyone's platforms that you get mm. to be cross-promoted on, that's huge. So Yeah, 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 definitely. I think that there's been a, like you can see when you build your business, as soon as you start collabing and you're collabing with creators who are either at the same rate as you or they're above you, as soon as you start doing that cross promotion the growth just Mm. really starts to kick in because you're tapping into a new audience and you're crossing it into each other's subs so yeah it's really it's a healthy great thing for growth and business so yeah and for both parties you know like if you've you've done the work and built your platform they've done the same thing and it's a mutual beneficial thing yeah that's right like a lot of the time like I know personally for me when I'm looking out I'm not necessarily looking at the biggest creators out there to collab with but if you're in the trenches and you're hustling you're showing Mm -hmm. me that you're treating your your business like a business and that you're posting every day and Mm -hmm. you're actively out there then yeah cool I'll consider to collab with you because I think that's really powerful the yeah how hard people are willing to work and treat it like a business yeah I totally agree and that's the thing is it probably comes off that way but you don't need to have you know hundreds of thousands mm. of followers in order to collab with me but it's a factor that you look at of course yeah. you're not gonna knock it back other, right like <laughs> I'm not gonna knock it back yeah but you're absolutely right you know if someone's you know really doing the work getting around they have a good reputation mm. they're great to work with they're attractive yeah of course you yeah. know that. There's no no reason to say no. Love that. There you go. That's the way to uh, Eden's heart. (laughs) Cool. So let's talk a little bit about social media because I know you have an incredible social media. You are just so incredible with your videos and your reels. So I'd really love to know from you what works best for you and Mm -hmm. why do you think it works so well? As in like platforms? Platforms, yeah. yeah. Um, So my biggest platform is TikTok by far it's been a process with tiktok and everyone <laughs> says that <laughs> and i'm honestly still learning to uh-huh. this day but it's just it's just the best platform like you can grow mm. so quickly the views are insane and yeah. they translate to your only fans like straight away oh yeah you know the conversion so, rate's so high isn't it yes, yeah it is so high there's no platform that matches it mm. in my opinion yeah i agree um so yeah that's that's kind of what I've done. My TikTok has kind of evolved as the guidelines have evolved. <laughs> it has had to. Yes. <laughs> and it will probably currently undergo a change as well. Yeah. So it's just been a lot of trial and error. I do mm. a lot of sort of thirst, like bikini stuff, which a lot of people can't get away with. But I think because I did it from the beginning yeah. and went viral with that, TikTok sort of sets you in your path. And then that's all you can really do, it sounds like, you know. So I've been able to do that for most of the time. I also feel like with your TikTok, you've been – like, yes, they're thirst traps, but you've been quite strict from the start. Cause I remember when we were collabing and I was like, let's do a bikini thing. And you're like, outside, you're like, we need to be in a pool. There needs to be water in the background. Like, do not do it. And I was like, what do you mean? And you're like, you cannot be in a bikini inside. Like, honey, come on. <laughs> so I feel like even though you do do your thirst traps, yeah. you're really particular about it because anytime you'll see that like you're in a bikini, it's like you're just walking down the beach and you're like, I'm so innocent. Just I'm not doing it. Yes. I just happen to be rubbing lotion on someone else's butt at the beach yeah, exactly exactly yes yeah, so i think so you're really safe yeah exactly um tiktok appraises you for that i love it so i feel like that even though yeah they are thirst traps that you've been really clever about it 
Hmm. Try to be. And I mean, it's worked so far. So, I mean, fingers crossed. Yeah, I love <laughs> that. It keeps working. Love that for you. Your Instagram <laughs> reels, though, do really well as well. Mm. Do you pull them from your TikTok or do you film them in your Instagram? No, I actually film everything outside of the apps themselves. I don't think I've Maybe I've filmed one TikTok in TikTok. Wow, that's really interesting because yeah. there's a lot of talk in around TikTok about it being authentic and mm. filming it in the app and mm. you can't go viral mm. if you're going to use it outside of the app. So that's really interesting to hear. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just don't believe any of that stuff. Yeah. Like I've heard this from a few creators and they're like, you've, you've got to do this and mm. it's got to be this way and you can't repost this. And I'm like, you know – I just, I'm sorry I don't believe it because yep. I've proved it wrong many a time. Like, mm. I take all the videos outside, I edit them outside, and then I put them in my TikTok and they yep. perform. And I've taken the same video that I've posted on TikTok, repurposed re- yeah. reposted it. I actually noticed you did that the other day when I was looking at your TikTok, yeah. and they did it, they were incredible, like sometimes, viral. Sometimes it does three times better yeah. the second time. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I don't know. I just don't really think there's any rules. I think it's there's kind not. of a game of luck. Yeah, you know, like ultimately, it's kind of like yeah. winning the lottery. Yeah, either and you get on a roll or you don't. Like exactly, and one size definitely doesn't fit all. No. So it's really trying to figure out what works for you. Because I'm mm-hmm. sure if you start filming in the app, your views will probably go down because that's not what your account's built on. So yeah, I don't know. It is. It is definitely everyone's got their own little fingerprint that they can and can't do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's just no. There's no way to kind of know the rules, unfortunately. No. You know, like you, like you said, what works for me would not work for someone else, you know? Yeah, 100%. And if there was like a blueprint to TikTok, we'd fucking have it already. Like we would be in on it, like oh, yes, in this industry. <laughs> if anyone would be over it, it would be the sex workers just absolutely going for it and hustling. Yeah. So yeah, just being adaptable, I think is really important with yeah. TikTok. And, you know, you're talking before about possibly change or you know adjusting a little bit Mm. with what you're doing with tiktok and i think that's a really great sign of growth is not being Mm. like well this has always worked so i've got to do this but just being a bit adaptable with the terms of conditions (laughs) and also with what's trending yeah exactly right it does it does tend to go it, it ebbs and flows i find you know like you'll have a few videos do really really well and then it will trend down or or you'll get something reported and have an yeah. account warning on there and then you're not you're not going to do well that week doesn't matter what you post you know? yeah. and the same thing with instagram like i um was shadow banned for so long for so long and then for no reason at all it just got lifted and <laughs> I was reposting things. So as you got out of jail. Got yeah. out of jail. Yeah. And the same shit I was posting that I, I'm not kidding was getting 1500 views. Yeah. Was now getting 3 million. Oh, on yeah. Instagram. You know, like yeah. I was like, come on. I knew it. It yeah. can really give you a complex and be like, maybe, you know, the content just isn't good. Yeah. You know? But it isn't. It's not that. Well, it's not. <laughs> like, I think, I think content is important like the quality of your content Mm. is important because i especially with you and your videos i think you've got top-notch quality there and it's not obviously just filmed on a shitty phone and (laughs) blurry or whatever it's really nice content but it also shows that if instagram or tiktok don't want to push you they fucking won't like they will not you need the gods on your side there's nothing that you can do yeah yeah Yeah, cool. Uh, thank you for sharing all of that. It's been really cool to hear about the insight into TikTok, especially the fact that you make it all outside of that. And the other thing that I want to touch on with that, that I love is that every time you're doing drafts and you're filming mm. in inside the mm. app, mm. you've always got this niggling feeling of like, if I lose my account, yeah. all my hard work over the last three weeks of drafts are gone. So the fact that everything you film, you've all, like you own it, you've got it, yeah. it's there. Yeah. You're never going to, if you wake up and you're TikTok's gone. Mm-hmm. There's no chance of you losing all that hard work over the last few weeks. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, it's all, it can all be changed. It can all be, you know, repurposed to other apps, which is originally why I started doing it actually, mm. because I would go to like content days um, with like a bunch of girls and they'd be like, let's film some TikToks. And then you're doing this fucking TikTok eight times for everyone's yeah i remember those days and i was like there's gotta be another way yeah um so i was like you know what 
let's just film it once, airdrop it, it yeah. and then I'll edit it outside. I'm yeah. not I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that's how kind of where it started. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then just from there, I was like, well, that's how I'm going to do it forever now because filming in TikTok is annoying for me anyway. Yeah. Unless there is a specific something I want to use in the app. Yeah. Like the filter or some trend that yeah. you can't find elsewhere. Or like speaking to the sound of the video. Would yeah. you film it in the. Like, you know how, like, the, probably don't, but there's a trend going around now, like the dancing penguins. <laughs> My for you page is all country stuff, okay. so I don't have penguins. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, if I wanted to do that trend, I'd have to film that. Right? Video, okay. Like, I can get dancing penguins. All know? right. I, I feel like you need to do a pe- dancing penguin later for me. <laughs> <laughs> is it on the ground? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. So the, it's umming and awing about doing it because it's like a dance, but like it's ridiculous. The penguins come on, and people are just. They walk on the screen and then they start dancing and they're mimicking the dance in the back. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> I will hold you accountable. We are going to see Eden do the penguin dance. Oh, well, like, on that, so on doing like the hilarious stuff because I see you are so into it. I love it. Some of your reels are just so funny and you're showing, you know, your authentic self and you're having fun, which yeah. I absolutely love. But within saying that, putting yourself in the spotlight and putting yourself out there just always comes with people's opinions, mm-hmm. hate, and people just sharing negative. <laughs> True that. Yeah, especially TikTok. Oh, TikTok. My (laughs) God, it's like, oh, it's just a whole of just terrible people, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So how do you deal with the hate being Mm. in the spotlight? I'm jumping in here for a hot second to let you guys know I am giving away free one-on-one coaching sessions every single month throughout my podcast. I'm really excited to be working with some more creators on a more personal level. So if you want in on this, make sure you go and hit follow, leave a star review, screenshot it and send it to our Instagram account. If you want extra points into the draw, go and leave leave a review on your Instagram account and tag us in it. I am so excited to see who wins this month and who I get to work with. Okay, now back to the good stuff. It's definitely taken some practice, mm. I will say. <laughs> Generally, I just, I don't read things. Yeah. I'm quick to block, quick yeah. to delete. Yeah. You know, like if it's really something really nasty, I'm like, oh, I just don't, I just don't need it on there. But I rarely read my comments on TikTok. There's too many of them anyway to kind yeah. of really go through. So there's yeah. just no point in ever looking at it. But honestly, I learned a really valuable lesson even before I started doing OnlyFans when I worked at the hospital. I remember having this patient who was like, so I used to work on like an alcoholic liver ward. Ooh, and we had some very interesting characters, as I'm sure you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this patient of mine was awful, like just oh, not great. He was yeah. not a very nice man at all, had a lot of issues. I think he was schizophrenic and stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I walked into his room one day and he was like laughing at his phone and he told me that – the way he spends his time all day is just trolling people on the internet and trying to get them to kind of respond. And that's how he fills his time. So every time I kind of read a comment that's not great, I'm like, look, this could be, you know, where it's coming from. You think of him instantly. like, Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, do I really care, you know, what he's saying? Yeah. No. You know, so. Yeah. Which is so powerful. It's really cool that you can like resonate that to something in your mind of just being like, well, oof, like, why would I care about what that person mm. says about me? Or, you know, why should they dictate how I live my life when I really don't care about their opinion? So yeah, exactly. And I think it just comes from having like enough self-worth and like a personal identity, honestly, yeah. because 98% of the stuff that people write is just so false anyway. Yeah. You know, like I get the comments to like, she must be stupid. That's yeah. why she does this job. I'm like, that's just not, that's not even true. You know, yeah. like, why would I feel bad about that? Yeah. So, I mean, there've been times where they're like, oh, she's gained weight. And I'm like, oh, 
I'm bulking, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, <laughs> it's so funny because like, they're so quick to criticize you in what they think is gaining weight, but like, what are they, are they at the gym typing on your, <laughs> typing on your TikTok on the treadmill? I doubt it. Like, I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, a lot of the time it's just really like, they're too scared to look in the mirror and really evaluate their deep down feelings and how they feel. So they project that onto other people. Yeah, I think so. And I think also like people try to chop down tall trees, you know, like I think it comes from to having jealousy over not having the courage to live like a free life and an Mm. authentic life, you Mm. know, because I think if you really got down to it, you took away the stigma and all the stuff that we have to deal with and ask people, you know, would you do this? If it was socially acceptable, you know, they would say, yeah, of course they would. Like if doing OnlyFans was as heroic as being a nurse or being a fireman or whatever, everybody would choose this. Yeah. Yeah. I I love it. Um, (laughs) looking at it like that, because if you're the last person on earth and you know, you decide you want to do it, Mm. you would do it because there was no one around, no one external to you judging you or none of of that was put pressure on you. So you get to have sex for a living. Yeah. You know, you make a great living. You you make your own hours. Like, come on now. I know. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It's it's jealousy. (laughs) I can see it now. (laughs) Uh, No, it is. It's really cool. Like, you know, if it is your thing, if you are, you know, open with your sexuality Mm. and you are like an open book and you love all of that yeah and you get to do it for work and you get to meet new people who love yeah. doing that as well and like you said you get the freedom to do what you want like you just went to the u.s and did a whole heap of fucking yeah. sex like <laughs> like living the dream so yeah like it's, it's fucking cool i don't know why we mm. don't celebrate it more in society because it's it's the dream it is the dream i think it's just got a Sex is such a touchy topic yeah. you know, for Western culture. Yeah. And I think there's probably a, still a lot of shame around that, mm-hmm. but particularly around women, like being really outright with like, I like having sex. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not, you can't not like really it. acceptable to say yet. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like for me, definitely I was brought up in like a society that like sex was to please men and it's mm. for men. It's mm. not for women. Mm. It's for men. It's to please men. And if you like it and you want lots of it, well, then you're just a slut and you're not normal. Yeah. Like, and like, how bizarre is that? That like, you know, so one bizarre. gender can have as much as they like because, mm-hmm. you know, they're men. Mm-hmm. But the other, if they have none, well, they're frigid. But if they have too much, they're a slut. But just yeah. enough to please that man that wants it all the time. <laughs> right? I, like, I don't get it. I feel like that's that whole thing of it not making sense you know Mm. just just being a woman doesn't really make sense no and there's no way that you could please everybody Uh and keep everybody happy so i think that was an important knowledge base for ultimately just doing whatever the fuck i want to do yes i love that so much so how did you Like, did you grow up really open and really open with your sexuality Mm -hmm. or did you just get to a stage where you were just like, fuck it. Like, I'm not hiding what I love anymore. I'm just going to do it. No, I wouldn't say that I grew up that way. I'm much like you. I'm from a very conservative small town, Mm -hmm. but my, I know my family is very sexual. Yeah. They'll tell you they're not. (laughs) I know they are. (laughs) If you're listening, we know. (laughs) And I mean, I was very sexual from like from a young age I definitely wasn't just like you know doing it because everyone else wanted or you know I was genuinely curious and something I wanted to be doing Mm. from probably like 16 I think did you Um, feel shame around that when you were younger I I remember like me and my best friend turning 16 and being like you know I think we're gonna lose our virginity soon I think they think that sounds like a good time (laughs) (laughs) no time like the present (laughs) literally and then yeah like I wouldn't say even that I slept around a lot I've Mm. actually been that girl that's constantly in a relationship yeah but you know like with with the right partner and you know I've always had a healthy sex life (laughs) love that like what what is better in a relationship than just like being so intimate that you just want to fuck all the time and just being so sexually attracted. Like people act like that there's an issue with that, but being so sexually attracted to each other and that mm. chemistry is just, it's so sexy and it's just, it's like, mm, it's the it's, juices. It's just so good. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm the same. I'll always, always prefer sex with someone 
that I sort of know and, you know, we have that base level of, it doesn't have to be love, but it mm. has to be some form of like, I care whether or not you get home tonight. Yeah, <laughs> emotional connection. Yeah, something, yeah. like yeah. a bit of a vibe there. Yeah. Because you're right, like, and I, I'm not really, I don't subscribe to that, the whole new age dating thing where they're like, you know, it's supposed to go stale at some stage and, you know, like the mm. flame always burns out. I don't believe in that. Yeah. You know? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think like two people can have like the hottest sex ever forever. Yeah. Yeah. If the the vibe is right, it's right. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree. Gosh, we're getting right into it all. I I need to label this episode just hot sex with Eden. (laughs) Oh, loving it. So did I ask you this? The biggest Mm. reward for starting your OnlyFans? No. No, I don't think so. Because I feel like we just touched on it, didn't we not? (laughs) Just say the word sex. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I feel like... Oddly enough, the biggest reward for me has just been like cringy, but the personal growth for me, Mm. like there's been such a confidence jump and I've tried so many things that just when would you ever have the opportunity to try that in like a safe environment? And I also really found like a love for women through doing this because I would have told you before I started that I was very straight. (laughs) I am feel. I know where this is going, and I'm feeling it. <laughs> Honestly, and I, and I would still classify myself that yep. way. Like I wouldn't say oh, I'm bisexual. Mm. However, mm. <laughs> it opens your eyes, doesn't it? Like but. there, I think I would just call myself straight, but like with the right women, bendy, yes, yeah, for sure. Because like women are just so beautiful. Mm. It's such a different experience. And it just opened my eyes to a different level of like intimacy and a a different vibe of sex, I suppose, you know, and like, I really enjoy like threesomes now. They're so fun to have another girl there. Like it's, it's just the best. So probably rewards wise is, is just that like broadening my horizons in ways. Like, I feel like I was in like a, a leap year or something for sex, you know, fast education (laughs) oh it's so good though that you know working in this industry you can tap into that Mm. and it's our job to tap into that and you do learn so much about you like oh I think I really like this like oh no maybe I don't and you're like oh like girls like this is cool and you Mm -hmm. and it's all part of work so you're doing it and you're exploring it and I think you're right like even myself as well. Like I don't think before starting an OnlyFans, would I be having a foursome with three other girls? Probably not. No. But <laughs> but now that, you know, we're doing it for work, it does. It opens up your eyes to, you know, what you may enjoy that you didn't know that you did earlier on. So it's really cool. I know. It's so bizarre. And like people used to ask me, they'd be like, do you have any fantasies? And I was like, not really. Mm. Like, I couldn't really think of anything. And now yeah. I'm like, yeah, I do. Now, now you just get out the scroll. <laughs> Here's a list of things that I would love to do. Yeah. If anyone wants to tick those off the list, just call, yeah. <laughs> call me up. <laughs> so good. It, it, it's a really cool place to be at where you know what you like now. And like, I don't know about you, but for solos, for me, like mm. before OnlyFans, I just orgasm to kind of orgasm. But now yeah. that like I'm filming my solos and I'm yeah. really into it, I'm like, yeah. now I know what I actually like. Like I discovered I can fucking squirt and I can Dude. do all these things and you know I what know. feels good. So it's like, it just opens up these amazing doors. I totally forgot that you can squirt too. Yeah. Oh my God, we should do. So we were going to organize this thing that we didn't do, but we should do this on Tuesday. Yes. We we're gonna do the squirt olympics right wait is kayla in it (laughs) um as long as she doesn't squirt all over my face again (laughs) well we can't promise anything (laughs) Um, i'm down for the squirt we were thinking like just because we were gonna measure who can squirt the longest (gasps) because like i think that i can squirt like 20 feet or something now like it's crazy yes what i want to say see i like my waterfall is very much up and out mm, mm. like distance is not my strong point like I'm happy to I'm getting in on this like I'm participating <laughs> because I want to see everyone else but yeah what, do we get a medal I think we should make yeah, yeah. I reckon I'll fashion a medal out of something before yeah. the- okay <laughs> I reckon there needs to be a first second and third place yeah I think so. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. This is exciting. Well, good luck to you because I, I don't know what it is, but like, I can actually get like a stream if I really try. Oh, oh, we have, I've just got so many content ideas. Like, oh God, I'm going to have to come back to Gold Coast for like a month. Literally. It was so good. We did like a reverse gangbang a couple weeks ago and like, I got everyone to like gather around and I squirted it all over everyone. Stop! Oh my god! Because I reckon I don't think I've seen you squirt. Anytime we've collabed together, Mm. you know you haven't squirted. No, and you know what? The thing is, too, is I find it really difficult to do with women actually because Uh. it needs to be a little bit of aggression there. Yeah, right. (laughs) She likes a rough when she squirts. (laughs) (laughs) And two, I've found just anatomy-wise, women have short fingers. Oh, you I know? see. So we, I've tried, um, yeah. but the male fingers, they just... So w- what's going to happen on Tuesday? Are you getting a sub in? To no, just... no, no, I'll get a dildo. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have some, someone put their head on and be like, oh, I'll, I'll spare a head for today for the Olympics. Even it's fluffered. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> me, come. <laughs> oh, I love that. As long as he's hot, it's fine. <laughs> oh, he'd be hot. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Oh gosh, I'm well. I'm very excited for Tuesday. Not that I wasn't before, but I'm even more excited now excited to see too, this actually. this stream. Yeah, I'm gonna have to update the listeners on on the stream Olympics. I'm gonna have to hydrate. I'm nervous now. Because <laughs> Kayla um, on the podcast we just recorded, she's like, "Look, I don't talk up my, I don't talk it up, and I just show up and I fuck shit up." <laughs> yeah, literally, I do the same thing because yeah. people are like, "Whoa, I seen this clip of you. It was awesome," and I'm like, "Don't expect that today." Okay? Yeah, and and don't get offended. It's not you okay it's a lot of things but i'm gonna try my best and let's just see what happens and like then i end up squirting them in the face usually so oh, it's all good so good <laughs> oh god i am coming all prepared um, so oh this is a little bit different to mm. the squirting beat that we just had going on <laughs> but um, what challenges have you faced during mm. your journey mine's been kind of interesting because i had a partner that was also in industry mm-hmm. so that's kind of like a whole different ball game and like obviously we shared each other we would primarily do like threesomes with other creators and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. i do the girl scenes and stuff so there's a whole can of worms that comes with managing personal relationship Mm -hmm. as well as work sex and intimate sex and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff but i would say for that portion of it that was good but a challenge you know like yeah anyone i think anyone in industry would agree that mm-hmm. that managing that the spinning plates over your head there's a lot going on there yeah but other than that i would say like getting your platforms deleted is yeah. such a bummer mm-hmm. um yeah i think it's the only industry in the world where like you basically like your twitter your instagram your tiktok is your business you know like they're the reason you're making money Mm -hmm. and you could wake up tomorrow and someone's just decided that that's all gone yeah you know there's no nowhere else you couldn't walk over to bunnings and be like this is just shut down okay yeah you know like you can do that but for us they're like fuck you guys (laughs) yeah yeah that it that it is a real challenge it just like mentally as well Mm. even when it doesn't happen you're still waking up every morning you're like is today the day like is today the day where i lose my business Uh, so it is tough it's tough to get past that mental barrier of just knowing that at some stage you probably will lose a really big account and then you won't get it back yeah and really getting that mindset of being like, well, I'm going to build from scratch again Mm. because it is my business and I have to. So yeah, I definitely feel that. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a pretty good place with it right now, actually. Like a couple of weeks ago, I got my big TikTok deleted, but restored. So it's all good. But even on that day, like I probably would have had a meltdown like a year ago or so, but on the day I was like, you know what? Like, is what it is. Everything happens for a reason, you know, yeah. like maybe this next TikTok is going to be even bigger. Yeah. You know? Like it's just, that was kind of where I was at with it. And I was like, you know, it's totally out of my control. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not going to do me any good to sit here and cry about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's just, it's such a powerful way to look at it because, you know, maybe the universe does have plans for you. Maybe you've got to build your resilience yeah. a little bit more. Maybe you just got to work on your growth and yeah. understand, you know, building your business a bit more. So yeah. if you look at it in terms of like the universe has a fucking plan for me, like they've got a plan yeah. for me and it's going to pan out. And it's, all, it's always a good plan. Like mm. every time, I mean, 
obviously you go through stuff in life, but I've never not come out on top in some way. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm always, I've always been fine. Yeah. So, I mean, if I've, if I got deleted, I'll be like, you know what? Maybe I was like typecast into doing thirst traps and yeah. I had no way to get out of it. And maybe times are changing. So yeah, you know, try something different with a new one. Yeah. I love <laughs> that. That's so, it's so powerful to pivot mm. um, and understand, well, you know, this worked well for that period and now I'm going to jump in and do this and build it up somewhere else so it's a really powerful mindset yeah to to have and I mean we know what's up we've I've been deleted I don't know how many times Mm. you've been deleted but I've been deleted a lot yes and um (laughs) I've done the thing I've started the new thing I know what's up so I mean it's We've all done it. Yeah. And <laughs> I think sometimes we lose ourselves a little bit as well. Like we build up a big TikTok or we build up a big Instagram and mm. we forget that we're the brand. Mm. Like TikTok doesn't necessarily own our brand or yep. Instagram doesn't own our brand. Like, yes, we put a lot of foundation and a lot of hard work, but we are essentially the brand and we built it up once we can do it again. So yeah, just having that business mindset there of being like, no, fuck you. It's my brand. And if you're not going to let me build it here, I'm going to create other accounts and do it okay. <laughs> Yeah, just let me build it a little bit. Of, yeah, just, yeah, just give just me a little give me a second, just a little <laughs> bit. But I'm, I'm the same. And I think too, like the knowledge, particularly with TikTok, that you're just a couple viral videos away oh, from being game changer. You know, like I think there have been times where I've had like a few videos doing well at the same time, and I think, I think I got like four hundred thousand followers within the span mm. of like a couple weeks. Yeah, you know, like so it's not. It's a big number to be like over a million, but that's like probably 10 of the videos on there that have generated that, you know, like, so it's, yeah. And like if eating can do it a handful of times, so can anyone else. And I think that's really great inspiration to take from like, you've got an incredible TikTok account that has over a million followers, but it was a handful of videos that went viral that just shot you there. So, and I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) You know, like I'm totally winging it. You know, it's not like I knew that those were going to be. I thought you were going to give us the secret tonight. <laughs> if I had the secret, I would be a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, and it's so true. Like I, um, I lost my really big TikTok account, mm. and I had a backup one that was doing absolutely nothing. Mm. And I was like, whatever, I'll start posting on that now. Yeah, like, I was yeah. Just you know, getting back into the feels. And it was only like a few days of putting actual solid effort into my backup account that one of my videos hit four million views and I had my biggest week ever no way. like and it's just it's it's crazy how it works like, like yeah. sometimes we get so caught up in like these big accounts and mm. and you know like the this is where the money maker is but we forget that you can go viral with new accounts like that like that's the beauty of tiktok like instagram yeah. i think is a completely different oh, game yeah. that's a different animal yeah but tiktok like i've seen accounts that have posted three videos only on their account they've gone so crazy viral yeah i know it's wild that's giving me some inspiration actually because i've been telling myself i have a backup account that i rarely post on mm. as you do because I'm like, oh, it's a big account. Like, it's it's got like 400k on it, yeah, <laughs> something yeah. like that. Um, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, I kind of just blow it off. And I'm, mm. you've given me some inspiration. I should there go. You home go. And post that. You might get your other four virals <laughs> hey, there. <laughs> if you don't, don't hold me to it though. <laughs> I'm calling you if it doesn't go off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, cool. So what's next for you? Like you are collabing, you're mm. in the US, you're mm. doing all these great things. What's on the horizon for you? You're going to keep mm. hustling with OF. Do you have other plans? Mm. I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. You're so good at it. <laughs> so are you. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm actually, I've gotten to a place where I'm really enjoying it. You know, yeah. like I went to the US, I had the best time. You looked so freaking happy. Like you just looked like you had the best time. I was watching your stories and all the stuff. I was like, oh, girl, get it. It was so good. Yeah, it was just like, it was so much fun. And like working with all the creators was so mm. fun. And I feel like I've really fallen into like, making content that I really like doing both triple X and, um, mm. social media stuff. Yeah. So, sort of flow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to kind of continue on with that, to be honest. Yeah. Like it, it's been, um, it's been such a good, like few months of all of that. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's never like, I sometimes hear that where you feel so pressured to have like goals and mm. plans, mm. but I think you've got to be so innovative, you know, because 
things can go, things can change. Yep. Like, oh, if you may decide tomorrow that, yep. that sex work is not allowed anymore, you may yep. lose TikTok. So it's just about going with the flow with what's working with you now and you're having fun, you're enjoying it. Bloody go hard. Like, I love yeah. that. Well, it's always been sort of a dream of mine too. Like, I really, I really love like philanthropy. I think that's probably appealing to the mm. nurse in me, you know? Yeah. Obviously, I still, I still do nursing two days a week um, just to keep my rego alive. Yeah. But I would love to get to a point where I'm making enough money that I can put money into causes I really care about you know so that's kind of like the driving force behind um, me wanting to really make it myself so that I can you know kind of put that back into things that I really care about yeah and things that light you up and like well you know not that all this sex doesn't love as well (laughs) in a different way though (laughs) yeah like something outside of the industry that just really excites you and you look at it as a hobby and you want to pour yourself into it so that's really exciting yeah like and I've never I've always wanted to like donate to charity and stuff but I think that they're all big business and they're taking most Mm, of that stuff mm -hmm. you know so like if I could pick something like go build someone a house or do whatever Mm. you know like that's the sort of stuff that I would be doing eventually fulfilled life like you know happy lady that's it oh I love it (laughs) so so many willies so many vaginas and donating to the things you love just yeah just does it get better it does not (laughs) it does Uh, okay well, let's end this episode with you going back mm. to little baby Eden, day one. Um, she's starting the business. Mm-hmm. What would you tell her? Like, what piece of advice would you give her? What you know now that you could share? <sighs> what would I tell myself? I would tell myself to be more consistent posting on socials and stuff. Like, I feel like I've gone through and really learned that social media is a job. Yeah. And I think the focus was a lot more on, you know, not necessarily like the sex, like obviously, but, but the triple X side of things, Mm. there was more of a focus on that when in reality, this job is marketing with a side of sex, (laughs) you know, because like technically you could not make a new sex video for like a year probably. Yeah. Um, but if you had, thousands of people flooding to your page because your marketing was that good mm. you could just float on that you yeah know? 100% so I agree I would probably just drill into myself the importance of marketing yeah. um as opposed to actually the triple x stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, not, it's not just fun dolls you've, you've got a you've got a market as well you can't I just know. lie bed all day and have sex oh Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've had a really fun catch up with you. Me too. Yes, it's been so good. And you shared some really cool insights, which I've absolutely loved. Now, for the listeners out there who is like, oh, Eden's just the best, um, how <laughs> do we plug people into you? Where's the best place to find you? So best place is um, my Instagram, which is at Eden.lux with two X's amazing i will pop that in the show notes Woo-hoo. as well so you can go hit her up go have a look at this beautiful what are we calling it we're calling it auburn orange what, what well, color you know, is it's it? actually meant to be copper, copper. but uh, it's grossly grossly out of well maybe by the time <laughs> they go and see you'll get it redone so it'll yeah. be a beautiful copper color <laughs> yeah. go and check out the beautiful copper babe and yeah get some inspo so thank you once again so much for jumping on i've had so much fun and yeah can't wait to catch up again thanks for having me <laughs> bye, bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Honeys Making Money podcast. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed it, had a little laugh, and have had a takeaway from today's episode you can implement into your life or business. If you loved listening, help a girl out and leave a review. Share it on your socials and let's get loud because there is honestly no better feeling than helping other babes win. For more details on the podcast, our coaching and our management programs, hit us up in the links below. Or if you have more questions you'd love to have answered on our podcast, please pop us a message. I hope you have the most incredible day and thanks again so much for listening.